This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Listen all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Welcome back, folks. We bring in Roger Stone, my pal, political consultant, strategist for many, many, many years, including Donald Trump. Roger, you know I can't resist because you publish your best dress and your worst dress, and Senator Senator Fetterman is now presiding over the Senate in a hoodie and shorts with the ugliest legs I've ever seen. What do you make of this, in all seriousness? Decline of fashion, Uh, decline of standards. uh, I really think it is uh, is an insult to decorum. Uh, I think it's unprofessional, inappropriate. Uh, I think uh, uh, an insult to the other senators, an insult to the institution of the U.S. Senate really an insult to his constituents back in Pennsylvania. I mean, mm. it's not just short. The guy's wearing droopy basketball shorts, a dirty T-shirt, and a baggy hoodie. Mm. Uh, if, you, if you can't dress appropriately to conduct the people's business on the floor of the U.S. Senate, then you should find some other job. But here's the good news, Larry. Senator Joe Manchin is uh, circulating a resolution mm. that would reverse the uh, decision by Chuck Schumer to essentially cancel the dress code on the U.S. Senate floor. You know, Dick Durbin also, Roger, Durbin raised the stink about it, and I say good for him. Well, there's another uh, item here uh, in terms of this, and that is there's a certain elitist nature to it. So in other words, if you're a staffer, in the U.S. Senate, young man, young woman, working on the floor of the Senate, or even just in the Senate, Hmm. you're still required to wear a jacket and tie if you're a man, or a dress if Hmm. you're a woman. But senators themselves can now show up in anything whatsoever. I mean, Susan Collins threatened to come to the Senate floor (laughs) in a bikini, which is something I really don't want to see. (laughs) But, but you know, and and Rand Paul, who I like very much, showed up yesterday in a bathrobe just to make a point. (laughs) I didn't know he did that. I I love Rand Paul, but I hope he gets out of his bathrobe as as soon as possible. Uh, Roger, speaking of Pennsylvania, my pal David McCormick has thrown his hat back into the ring in the Senate race against Bob Casey, uh, whose father was a great man, but Bob Casey is not a great man. Can McCormick take Pennsylvania? Yes, I really think that he can. I actually think David McCormick would have been a superior candidate Mm. in the last cycle. Mm. I don't agree with him on everything, by the way, but I think a Republican majority in the Senate is very important. Uh, I really thought he was a strong candidate last time. There's a very feudal system in Pennsylvania where the county chairman and the state committee really matter in a primary. It's uh, other than New York State, it's one of the few states in the country where the party establishment does have substantial influence. Uh, I think McCormick's going to be an extraordinarily strong candidate. And you're absolutely right about one thing. 
Bob Casey is not his father, that's for sure. His father was a great man, um, terrific man, one of the last of the moderate conservative Democrats, pro-life Democrat. Um, the other thing I want to raise with you is I know you've been writing about Michelle Obama, and I've heard the Ted Cruz talked about Michelle Obama uh, in his podcast, I think this past week. And I guess my only comment is, really? Really? Michelle Obama, who has no experience in anything? Well, actually, she was a city uh, attorney for the city of Chicago, where her major uh, uh, goal was to remove African-Americans from public housing and from the city's health care program. But, you know, in the day of celebrity, Larry, she's very popular. She's very well known. And it's increasingly obvious, I think, to Democrats that Joe Biden cannot win again. I mean, when what's his name? Chunk Yogurt or whatever his name is with the Young Turks has a piece out today begging Obama not to run. But the New York Times, the Washington Post, major columnists suggesting it's time for Biden to step down. Uh, Barack Obama is still the de facto head of the Democratic Party. Hmm. They have rejiggered their delegate selection process to bypass the Iowa caucuses and the New Hampshire primary. That's a way of kneecapping Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Hmm. Uh, Michelle's now written her second biography in the same model of her husband. She was the keynote speaker at the last Democratic National Convention, just as Obama keynoted the 2012 convention when they nominated uh, John Kerry. She's out doing voter registration drives for some reason, Larry. Uh, And the South Carolina primary, their first primary, has an absolute majority of African-American voters in the Democratic primary. I stick by my prediction. Michelle Obama (laughs) will be the Democratic nominee for president. And they'll give Gavin Newsom the vice presidency, or more precisely, they'll let him purchase it with special interest campaign funds uh, to round out their ticket. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. <laughs> you heard it first here. Actually, it's probably not first. Um, you have your radio show. Was it three to four? Most of three these same stations. Three to five. Three to five. Most of these same yep. stations uh, on the Red Apple Network. Roger, um, what do you expect from the Republican debate on Wednesday night? Uh, I just don't think McCarthy uh, has uh, the votes uh, to uh, for his continuing resolution. Uh, and I stand with Matt Gates. I think this is a, a matter of principle. We're either going to use the power of the purse to rein in a a, uh, a deeply corrupted uh, in, uh, administration, or we are not. I mean, what is the point of running and taking pledges and then, then not fulfilling them to the American people? And the debate coming up? What are you looking for? Uh, well, I'm not knowledgeable enough to know, to be honest with you. Who's going to shine? Look, uh, Matt Gates is very articulate, but it would always be a mistake to underestimate Byron Donalds. Uh, Byron mm. Donalds is, uh, love- is very... Oh, you're trying the presidential debate. Yeah. I, see, I think nobody emerges once again. I think it's mm. a model. 
Donald Trump will dominate the debate by not being mm. there. That's yeah. my view. Yeah. And is there a vice presidential candidate in that gang? Too early to say. Tell me who the Democrats are, and then I'll tell you who Donald Trump uh, should select. I'm still not convinced that the Democrats will be Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, you have to see how the nomination process goes. Hmm. Uh, and so if it is as easy as I think it will be for Donald Trump, I think it gives him much broader latitude. But we need to know who the Democrats are before you can decide the ideal running mate. First and foremost, it has to be someone who really has the qualifications uh, and the experience to be president, uh, you know, is the worst should happen. But I, I think Trump's got wide latitude, and I hope he. Th- I think I hope he thinks outside the box. I'd like mm. to see someone who, like him, is not a career politician. All right, Roger Stone, great political consultant, longtime friend. Three to five p.m. on Sundays on most of these same stations. Thank you, Roger. We appreciate the update, folks. On Larry Kudlow. We're going to take a quick break, quick break, and then at the top of the hour, we're going to do some stock market work. Jim Urio and Jeff Kilberg, stick around. Straight ahead, we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 